0: Tom and Diane Lynn grew up in Detroit, a city with a story unlike any other in America's history. In the early 20th century, automobile makers created a thriving economy, building great cultural centers, skyscrapers, a concert hall, library system, and one of the top art museums in the US. Thousands of auto workers lived in middle-class neighborhoods Elegant mansions sprung up on tree-lined boulevards. But by mid-century, the middle-class workers and soldiers returning home from the war left Detroit for the suburbs and strip malls that began to encircle Detroit. The car industry began to falter and urban decline came hand-in-hand with a shrinking tax base. Huge numbers of homes and commercial buildings were abandoned. Detroit joined hundreds of Rust Belt cities that struggled to survive. A corrupt mayor only added to the city's woes. There was even talk of selling the multi-billion dollar collection of the Detroit Institute of Arts, the heart of the community. But fortunately, that tragedy was averted at the 11th hour. Diane Lynn picks up the story from here.
1: It was against this backdrop that I began to think about forming a community chorus in Detroit, which I envisioned as an inclusive, non-auditioned ensemble that would welcome all who wanted to participate. But it would be one of such excellence that it might one day perform with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, renowned for a hundred years, as one of the great orchestras of the world. The chorus in this vision would serve both city and suburbs by including members from communities all around southeastern Michigan, rich and poor, black and white, gay and straight, young and old, men and women, and with a wide variety of musical experiences from amateur to professional. Only basic music reading would be the required minimum. The chorus would reach out to serve our region in corollary ways, too, to its music by creating service and educational opportunities for our choristers related to the music we'd sing. And of course, we would sing to full houses. This would be a community choir like no other. The problem was we had no money No conductor, no accompanist, no venue, no board, no means to attract an audience, and worst of all, no choristers. Between the problems our city was experiencing and our utter lack of essentials to create a choir, my dream was more than daunting. It was a rose in the desert vision.